Hi guys, this is Bhuvana Ganguly and welcome to our very first episode of the Sapien Narratives. Today's episode is called The Translator's Craft. Let us start with a little discussion on what the art of translation is all about. You see, there are plenty of writers, authors and poets out there, but translators are fewer in numbers and less is known about their kind of work. Essentially, a translator is someone who aids communication by converting information or written stories from one language to another. So to find out more about this topic, let's have a discussion with Shijata Guha, who has translated authors like Rabindranath Tagore, Taslina Nasrin, Shunil Gongopadhyay, and many other Bengali writers into English. Hi, Shijata. Hi, Bhuvana. Hi. So, uh, Shijata, before we, you know, dive in into a dialogue about translation, um, it would be really helpful if you can actually uh, help us understand what the difference is between a translator and an interpreter. How similar or how different um, are they as occupations? Uh, it's very interesting that you want to start at that point. Um, because uh, not many people even know that there are these two different uh, occupations, <laughs> uh, such as translator and interpreter. Now, uh, the right. most, uh, traditional difference between uh, these two as occupations is that an interpreter uh, works in the immediate, in the here and now, um, primarily conveying oral material from one language into another. So uh, like at uh, scholarly conferences with speeches or uh, academic papers being read out, things like that. Um, on the other hand, the translator works with a written text. It could be the same material like uh, uh, an academic paper or a written uh, speech, but the translator converts written text in one language into another language. So that is the main difference. But if you examine what they actually do, the translator and the interpreter, uh, the craft is actually very similar. Both the interpreter and the translator needs to first understand what is being said in one language and then convert it to a corresponding set of meanings in another language. Okay. Okay. Well, that's that's actually really interesting uh, to know. Thank you. Thank you so much, Shijata. Uh, so I think it was a good way to uh, begin this discussion. And all right. So my first question to you would be, since you've translated so many fiction titles, um, could you perhaps highlight some of the major challenges that you have faced uh, along the way? Um, yeah, see, uh, translating fiction is a little different from a more functional act of translation, like um, translating articles or papers, uh, because uh, fiction is a work of art, right? It has uh, embedded within it the artistic nuances of an individual author, of a particular culture, of a specific time in history. So it's a lot more layered than um, say a 
piece of nonfiction. Um, the work in the source language, source language is the language in which it was written. It has to be okay. interpreted first the, by the translator. First, he, he or she has to interpret it faithfully and then transmit it into a target language, which is the language it's being translated into, to the best of one's ability. So I would say that uh, immediately puts down a huge responsibility on the translator's shoulder. And uh, that is the greatest challenge one faces, uh, you know, doing justice to the time and to the author and to the text. <laughs> right, right, right. Yeah, I mean, it's... Um... Sounds like a really tough job. I mean, you know, it's not, and as you correctly said, it's not as simple as, you know, writing down a fiction, uh, a nonfiction uh, novel. It's it's even more layered and more complicated than that because, you know, you're taking someone else's words uh, and not just someone else's words, their particular, the original language, as you correctly said, has its own culture. So, you know, like uh, translating it into another lang language and still, you know, in like you know to keep the meaning of the original author's works the same mm -hmm. that is quite a challenge it so is. yes that would uh, bring me to the next question uh, which would be that you know as we already as you already uh, correctly mentioned uh, every language has its own cultural markers right so yeah. I'm sure it must have been difficult for you to navigate the significant cultural differences when you are taking a particular narrative from one language to another. So if you could just, you know, go delve a little bit deeper into right, uh, right, that part. Right, yeah. yeah. Yeah, you're absolutely right. Uh, uh, you know, uh, in this context, I can only think of uh, the filmmaker Federico Fellini. He had said, uh, a different language is a different vision of life, which means each language is its own uh, different way of looking at life almost. Right, so, correct. Uh, absolutely. When, so when I'm translating Rabindranath Tagore's work from Bengali into English, I feel like a boatman who is ferrying a passenger from a familiar shore uh, to an unfamiliar shore. Because you see, <laughs> Rabindranath Tagore um, is, uh, uh, to him, English, uh, the language and the culture and everything else that comes with um, the language, they're all an unfamiliar uh, ground. So um, most of the cultural markers of Bengal, which the Bengali language carries in its heart, they do not even exist in English, you know, like, for example, the relationship markers, like in Bengali, we say kaki, jethi, mami, um, you know, the, the, in English, they're all aunts and aunties. Right, so, right, right. Know, so then, Correct, and, and yeah. then there are many, many other such uh, points where you uh, stumble. So um, one mm. has to get creative, sometimes uh, use footnotes or glossaries, uh, sometimes add a few descriptive words within the text to bring to life a certain nuance. Um, sometimes I have had to write an entire translator's note to explain a few things to the reader before he or she uh, launches into the translated text. Right, right, right. Yeah, that that uh, that makes a lot of sense, actually, uh, because, uh, you know, as a fresh reader, uh, they might actually require a lot of context uh, yes, before yes, actually delving into a translator's yes. work. Yeah. All right. So in, it's um, interesting stuff. And uh, right. So um, how do you perceive the voice of the writer when you are translating? Like, you know, uh, as you correctly mentioned, 
before earlier. Every writer comes with their own nuanced vocabulary when they write a novel. So how do you ensure that the original meaning is not lost in the process of converting his or her words into a language? Like, you know, there's so much of subtonality that, you know, one has to deal with when they are uh, yes, translating. Yes. Yes. So, yeah, so, you know, uh, uh, when I was young, I came across this uh, quotation from Gunter Grass. He's a famous German poet and novelist. He had said, uh, translation is that which transforms everything so that nothing changes. But, uh, you know, having translated over 15 fiction titles from Bengali into English, I have come to realize that this is at best a hope that nothing will change, you know, because it is a very delicate tra task transferring an entire narrative from the source language to the target language. Um, you know, right. as um, uh, there's Umberto Eco is an Italian novelist. He had once said, translation is the art of failure. So, you know, somewhere between <laughs> what uh, Guntergrass <laughs> believes that, you know, nothing would change and uh, uh, what Umberto Eco said uh, that translation is the art of failure, somewhere in between that, we translators uh, do our job and you know uh, it uh, the tricky maneuvers the difficult decision one uh, decisions that one has to make in the course of the journey often feels like you know uh, a lot of meaning is getting lost it's falling through the cracks um, but then again you know there are people who say you know every language is a world in itself so without translation we would uh, inhabit parishes bordering on silence. Actually, George Steiner said that. He's an American uh, literary critic. Um, and he had okay. said that, you know, okay. if, if uh, you know, every language is a, is a self-contained uh, world. It's, it has its own culture. It has its own metaphors. It has its own uh, tonalities. And so without translation, we would actually uh, inhabit parishes bordering on silence. Right, right, right. And, and we kind of, you know, can say uh, the same for people who are like, say, you know, um, adding subtitles for, you know, foreign films, because Absolutely. they are also, Absolutely. you know, without having, that, you know, yeah. we would be watching almost like a watching a silent movie. So, uh, yeah. you know, without understanding any of the uh, language. So, yeah, so translation has its own uh, um, uh, cons you can say that you know there yeah. some losses happen uh but again but you it's, want it's to, extremely yes. important it's necessary yeah yeah you do want to you know uh keep it as close to the original yes, uh, yes. Meaning the as fidelity possible. is very important yes yeah yes. and then uh and then, of course, after that, you have a little space left for creativity and play Absolutely. of words, which is yes. why you are also yes. a writer. Right. <laughs> All right. And uh, before we wrap up, you can uh, maybe talk about why you chose to, uh, you know, get into translating and uh, uh, what makes it worthwhile for you to uh, be a translator? What actually motivated you into this career line? Could you just <laughs> tell us a bit? Yeah, yeah this, this question, you know, I, I'm, I'm assuming this is your final question to me. Um, yeah. And uh, this, this actually brings us back to the first question, which is, um, you know, the difference between translators and interpreters, because, um, you know, I was quite young in school, actually, when I wanted to become an interpreter, you know, because languages always fascinated me. And uh, my father had a transferable job. So whenever he was transferred to a new city, I enjoyed picking up a new language, um, Indian languages. But and in those days, I did not really know how to go about uh, becoming an interpreter. So, uh, 
Finally, I just enrolled for a Bachelor of Arts uh, in the Department of Comparative Literature uh, in Jadavpur University in Kolkata. And later I did my master's in the US in the same subject. And uh, I also studied foreign languages on the side, you know, French and German and uh, in the hope of becoming an interpreter. And but oh, in the okay, course okay. of uh, <laughs> studying literature, you know, what happened was that uh, literature drew me into its exciting alleyways and uh, thus uh, was born the translator of fiction because I uh, started observing how Bengali uh, literature is often translated uh, you know not not with a lot of finesse and uh, so I started dabbling in it myself you know thinking maybe I could do this differently maybe I could you know get a little closer to the text and then some of those uh, samples I sent in for publication and they got published and then you know it was the rest is history so you know I think uh, in order to be an interpreter or a translator um, it is very important to have that initial connect with language um, to and to find the act of transference of meaning an exciting activity and uh, to want to be that uh, mailman of the human civilization, you know, as Alexander Pushkin called the translator, the mailman of the human civilization, you know, like carrying letters from one place right, to another. Right, right. So, uh, you know, as little pouches of meaning is transported from here to there. Uh, which, so, you know, yeah. somewhere you've got to want to be, uh, want to perform that function in society. And uh, if you have that uh, desire in you, then you are... Uh, want to be a translator or an interpreter <laughs> certainly certainly and uh, and i think you're doing a wonderful job uh, taking up this line because uh, as you correctly i mean you know it's not very popular a lot of people do not uh, go into it but it is actually such such an important job i think i think more young people should actually you know uh, try to enter into vocations like this which are a little off mainstream uh, because I think, and as I mentioned in the beginning, a lot uh, it's not really publicized enough. So a lot of no, people don't no, even no. They're know, quite, uh, know about it. Translators are quite the background people. They are, um, you know, like the, the silent, like, uh, the silent workers. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Like even in a film, uh, there are so many people who work at the back end, and you know, don't really, you know, their names just flash once on the credits, but uh, they, there's a lot of work that goes on behind the scenes. Absolutely. Right? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. All right, then. So, uh, guys, that was it for today. Thank you, uh, Shijata, so much for uh, you, joining Bhavana. us. Thank you very much. It was a pleasure talking uh, and to sharing you. your sh sharing your thoughts. It was uh, a really lovely experience, you know, knowing Thank uh, a bit Thank about you. your world. And all right, guys. So that was it for today's episode. And stay tuned for more.